Hey, Cam, how are you this morning? Uh, we're doing good. How are we doing, Mike? All right. Always good to talk with you. Um, love, love to get your insight on the onside kick from this past game. Um, how much on that play, Cam, do you just chalk it up to they were alert and made a good play? You know, um, obviously we thought we had a shot there to make a play. And anytime you get a chance to steal a possession for, you know, the team, the, the offense, and you're able to generate, you know, a positive play, um, you know, you want to be able to take advantage of that. You know, obviously we got something we can learn from, improve on. But, you know, they were alert. They were able to make the play. So, you know, credit to them. You know, it's just something we got to get better at. And, you know, but just trying to make a play in the moment there. And, and one follow-up to that, Cam, how could the Patriots on that play – be better than they were you know i mean at the end of the day there's a lot of things that go into that and that and that specific play um and obviously not retaining the possession of the ball that's the ultimate thing um you know we just we just got to overall go out there and you know fine tune some things and just you know make a better play there to be honest with you next to doug kyde and i'll ask anybody else anybody else with questions for cam please raise your hand go ahead doug Kim, I'm curious if you saw the, the onside kick that the Cowboys attempted the other day and if you guys had ever considered doing something similar after the onside kick rules uh, were changed a few years back. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, anytime which, you, know, you go through and you try to – anytime you see someone doing a different onside kick and say they – you know, it's always good ideas. That's, you know, it's a creature habit. It's a copycat. It's a lot of league. So anytime, you know, you study that, you study what's going on in the league, um, and you know, whether you practice the, that specific kick or something or along those same lines, you know, you can definitely take something from other teams as well. Um, those are things we definitely look at and, you know, present and just see what works best for us. And how much did the wind in Buffalo affect uh, Ryan's punts, uh, I, I guess? You know, uh, you know, as far as the punt, you're talking about Jake, correct? Yes, I'm, I've somehow still got Ryan Allen on the mind. Sorry. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Uh, you know, he does a good job with the elements um, and, and dealing with any weather situations. Uh, you know, and really, you know, it all depends on the drops and how it is and handling it. But we, we're out there practicing these elements every day. So it's not something we go into a game going, oh, crap, we got to deal with the weather or anything like that. You know, we're, we're blessed to have elements here every day of practice that we work in and, and the conditions, you know, so we're able to adapt and, you know, make good decisions. and you know, punt effectively, kick effectively, you know, in those conditions. Thanks. Next up, Zach Cox, then Eric Rube. Morning, Kim. What's Morning, your uh, assessment of how uh, Gunner has been able to perform in the return game since he came off IR? You know, Gunner's doing a really good job for us. You know, he, he's a guy, you know, that continues to work at it. You know, he's done a good job handling the ball back there for us, you know. Um, he's able to make good decisions with the ball in the air, um, which goes a long way. That hidden yardage where, you know, you're actually feeling the ball, whether you're on the run and, you know, feeling to get vertical or you're feeling to coming up making fair catches. You're not letting the ball roll, you know, you know, driving back on the ball, getting set. So he's done a really good job for us, you know, and he's continuing to get better. And hopefully we can continue to put him in positions to, to make plays with the balls in his hand. Eric Rube, and then we'll go back to Mike Reese. Cam, I was curious, how many um, how many varieties of onside kick plays do you guys have, and, and where do you kind of come up with the, the genesis of, of creating those plays and, and designing them? Uh, 
to give you a number, I'd be lying to you. Um, you know, there's a multiple of kicks that you see, you know, that you've experienced throughout at all different levels. Um, you know, and I think you just got to continue to work and then, you know, figure out which kick we hit the most effectively, um, which one we do uh, on a consistent basis the best. And, and that's the one you want to go confidently um, into a game with. Uh, but to give you a number on exactly how many we attempt or how many we try, um, I'd be lying if I told you it was, you know, one, two, three. I, honestly, it could be a number of them um, because, as we say, we're, we're looking to see and get better every day out there. So we're attempting new things and trying to develop as many as we possibly can. That way, when the game comes up and presents itself, we have the best kick available for that situation. But with, with the rules that are kind of in place now with, with onside kicks and how they're done these last couple of years, is it you have to be almost more imaginative and more creative when you're when you're coming up with these plays, maybe a little more gimmicky than, than they were in the past? Well, you know, with the new rules and everything, so you have to be, you know, five guys on each side of the kicker and you got to be stationary. So back in the past and the rules, you could do all the motions, the the gimmicks where you're going to go bluff one way, come back the other way. So everyone has to be stationary when the kicker starts his approach now. So that limits all your motions and your movements, um, which creates, you know, less disguise. You know, you can start lining the formation, spread the formation in a little bit, but you got to have two guys outside the numbers, two guys between the numbers and the hash, and then you got one free floater. Uh, but he has to be on either the right or the left of the kicker. So with those multiples, you at least know you're going to be five by five when you're when you're facing a team or, or when you're going up against somebody. So those parts of it limit the gadgety and the motions and the movement. So you have to be a little bit more inventive about your alignments and the type of kicks you're hitting. And Mike Reese and then Bob Susie. Hey, Cam, a Brant Boyer special teams group with the Jets. Uh, what what sort of defines their teams? You know, Brant, Brant's guys always play hard. That's something when you turn on, you know, they're, they're always hard. Brant's done a good job. Um, always does a good job. His guys compete through. That they finish the games. Um, they've been successful there for multiple years with him underneath him, and, and that's something you can definitely see um, in the return game. The way they play, you know, they've done a good, done a good job. You know, in every phase. You know, and they, you know they're getting better, obviously, out there every day. So we got to continue to get better. But they're doing a really good job. Brent's always done a really good job. Definitely respect him and what he's done over there. Looks like the last question will go to Bob Sosi. All right. Thank you, Michael. Hi, Cam. Hey, Bob. I want to ask you about uh, something that's somewhat related to the Patriots, but more related about uh, a guy you used to work with, uh, Joe Judge. Obviously, first year as the head coach of the Giants. Tough one last night. I know you've got your own unit to worry about and you're focusing on this week's game. But uh, one, have you kept close tabs on how Joe's team has been doing, how he's been doing and Number two, the way Scotty O'Brien helped him, if you can reflect on your experience with Joe, now through a half season of being this team's coordinator with that unit, how instrumental was he? You know, um, you know, as far as like keeping tabs and everything, you know, um, you know, Joe's doing a good job over there. They're working hard, but you know, we're obviously watching more. Just crossover film is where I get to see them more than just actually being able to watch the games um, and sit down and view that. You know, and the other guys are doing a good job. He does. He did a lot for me. Um, you know, going back to Scotty, Scotty's one of the best all time, you know, to ever do the game. And, you know, Joe learned under him, and I was privileged to learn under Joe. And um, a lot of the techniques, the fundamentals, you know, that's what it goes back to. That's why we harp on that so much. But, you know, just learning the whole process, you know, taking a little bit of 
Where's the practice schedule? Where's the specific way you're teaching techniques? You know, the attention to detail, and you're always teaching. I keep saying that, um, but that's what the game is, and that's what the special teams game is, it is the teaching part of it. You know, you can draw up as many schemes as you want. You can draw up the best play in the world, but if you can't fundamentally teach how you're going to uh, execute that play and make that play work, then that's when you're not going to have success. So you have to be able to not only input a scheme, but be able to teach the schemes and be fundamentally sound with the techniques you're doing. So, you know, that's one thing I definitely learned from Joe, um, which I think was carryover from Scotty, is, you know, it starts out that fundamentals, because if you can't be fundamentally sound and teach the techniques, then no matter what you draw up on a whiteboard or on the computer screen, it's not going to work. The guys, you got to put the guys in position to execute that. And so we go back and we start back there at day one and make that progress and you start improving. And once they get something down, then you can move on to the next step and start improving and be like, all right, well now you've got this, let's move on. Um, and it goes back to now then the in-game adjustments and, and planning. You know, you, I was able to learn a lot from Joe, res respect him obviously to the fullest, you know, wish him well. Um, and we just gotta keep, you know, harping on the things that he's learned from Scotty that I learned from him and that just continue to carry on for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Cam. Thank you.